This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Rich Tech Podcast, episode. Uh-oh. 34. There you go. This one's titled The John John Special. It's a very, 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 very special episode. It is. <laughs> it is. Good to be here. We have our really good friend, Mr. John Johnson. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Excited. Yeah. Yes. Good to hang out with the guys. Glad on the couch. You. you put your reporter voice on. It's not <laughs> <laughs> two <minutes> ago. <laughs> oh, geez. Here we go. <laughs> Get ready. So John is, a, uh, John is a legitimate uh, friend of ours, a uh, friend of the pod. Very, we, very We spend a lot of time together. We hang out a lot outside of this. Facts. Uh, but, uh, and you spend a lot of time behind the camera with us here as we, uh, as we shoot guests. Um, so you, you know what the, you know, you know how this goes. For sure. Um, but it's glad to finally have you as a guest featured. On the couch. Excited to be here. Three seasons of convincing. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, facts. Dodging, weaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready when you guys are. Yeah, oh, are. Finally yes. ready. I'm here. I'm here. Um, before we get started with everything, uh, first allow us to introduce ourselves for those who are both watching and listening. My name is Perry. I'm Ben. And I'm Rashawn. And we make up the Wrist Check Podcast. Uh, as we said tonight, we have a very special guest friend of ours, uh, John Johnson, AKA John John. Um, and we're going to, we're going to go over a little bit of your collection, who you are, our friendship. Um, it should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, disclaimer, we, we had a, a a pregame party. So... (laughs) I might remind you of the guy that was interviewing Danny Arango the other night. Because <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Um, Before we start, can we give him a shout out to uh, Perry's wife? Absolutely. Yeah, Karen, okay, she'll we, love we, that. We, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, because okay. we need He already con- said it. He's looking context. for the brownie points. We need okay. context. He's looking for the brownie points. I'm, 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 I'm trying to barbecue this I'm weekend. Trying. So you will meet the missus. Okay. She will be appreciative of thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Um... Before we officially get started, we are going to have our honorary wrist check. Yes. And uh, it is only fitting that the man who, quote unquote, never repeats a wall. Now it's in quotations, yes, because I have. It is in quotations because you repeated it three times. (laughs) (laughs) But but it was a a Rolex, so I get it. But please, tonight, start us off. Kick us off. Um, So... Keeping it in the fam, um, you know, under the Hans Wilsdorf fam, I'm rocking the Tudor Pelagos FXD Marine Respect. National. That's a good one. 
This is a really good one. Um, introduced from 2021 into 2022. Um, one of the modern watches that um that I'm rocking. Um, for everybody that knows my collection and what I've shared, most of it is vintage. Um, I love timepieces that have past lives and um, you know, whether it is new old desktop or, you know, has been worn and loved. If it's vintage, if it's from the 90s, I'm all over it. Um, but this piece is very special. They all are. They all are. <laughs> um, how, how special? Very, very special. Okay. <laughs> it commemorates the Marine National. Um, obviously, Tudor has a, um, a deep DNA into just, you know, vast navies and the military and these being tool watches. Um, the biggest callback for me and why I love this watch so much is the fact that um, it can only come on a NATO or some kind of like strap. Yeah. Um, traditionally, you know, and we've shared on the show before that, um, you know, someone in the military would solder lugs onto their pocket watch and use their, you know, bungee cord or whatever they had, some kind of cord to create a wristwatch. Um, so that kind of commemorates that. And I think it's really cool. Um, I love the fact that there's no date. Mm-hmm. Very, very clean. Titanium. So it's light. I mean, you lose it Super on your light, wrist. Yeah. I mean, this thing is just awesome. Haven't it taken it off a, since I've worn it. It's an awesome, awesome piece. Is yeah. it, uh, it say 21 and 22 on the back? It does say 22 on it. Because oh, I know nice. 21 is the is the coveted. Yeah, they do them depending on the year that they're released. Mm-hmm. Which is so... The MN21s, the ones that actually say 21 on the back, there's only a couple of them out there. There's a handful. Yeah, there's very few. Very, very they few. came out at the end of 2021. So exactly. Yeah. Not a lot were made. You know what's crazy? I remember, and we we kind of like freaked out, especially Perry, because Perry loves Tudor a lot. Perry kind of freaked out when um, there was the leaked photo of Beckham. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and like Perry was, was like, like, what is this? is this on his wrist? What is this? And you couldn't quite see if it was blue or black. Exactly. You couldn't tell if it was a Pelagos or a Black Bay. Yeah. It was It was very mysterious. Yes. One of the better moves they made with. with yeah, that was Sir. definitely on purpose. One of yeah, the, no, one of the sure. better moves. All, all him marking with Beckham is all. Fucking Photoshop watches on his wrist. It's terrible. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's the same photo with a man with a different watch. On it is it's true. It's kind of crazy how it's they do it, though. It's not a secret. It's literally the same photo from, like, a, a blue Black Bay release. Now he's wearing a Black Bay Pro. Come yeah, on. it's kind of crazy. Like, they're, like, three years apart. We should, like, we should, like, put that we up. We are. We about <laughs> to. <laughs> endorsing. It's a nice to. game to get Fan into. I wish. Oh my goodness. Take a picture of me when I look my best and just keep it. Yeah, just repeat. Just do different watches. <laughs> like Photoshop. Uh, what I love about this watch in particular, though, is the. Um, I love the looms that Tudor has. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that color that they do against the blue yes. backdrop of the doll, I think, is, is really sweet. Yeah. Not only do the indices um, glow, the, uh, the bezel does as well. The bezel does and the hands and it's um mm-hmm. they do they their loom work is 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 really really good. It is it's impressive. Nice. Uh Ben, what do you got for us? Oh um, yeah, new watch. I do have a new watch. Ooh. Before I say what it is though, I'm gonna give some context on how I got it. Okay. So last year, or actually two years ago, 
We all know I love the yellow OP. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who shops at this AD since like 2016. And I'm like, let him know I want a yellow OP. Yeah. I don't care the size. I prefer a 36. Sure. Year goes by. Discontinued. Yep. Another year goes by and he's like, I'll get you something. Okay. And then I'm at a point in my life now where I need to commemorate a very special moment. And two days before I needed, well, I started this new commemorative thing. He calls me and says, it's not yellow, but it's the next best thing. It's a green one. <laughs> so I, love I am now wearing a green OP41 Woo! that I own. Yes. Me so and we Perry. got two of them in the pod. We got two of them in the family. Respect. So I'm we very excited about it. We definitely have to inscribe the back now. I want to badly. Yeah, we have to figure out we'll, what that we'll is. We'll find something to put on there. Yeah. So we're going to get them engraved. I already had an idea of engraving it. Just don't know what. Okay. So now me and Perry can brainstorm together. That'll be fun. But very, very happy Congrats. about it. Beautiful Thank watch. you. Yeah. Haven't taken it off. I've had it for about a week now. I've worn it every single day for a week. Literally. It's a fun watch. And somehow it is not scratched. But I'm sure the next time we see it. Let me borrow podcast, it. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it. You don't, you don't have to I'll borrow it. it. <laughs> the next time... <laughs> I really get into this watch. It's only like I put it in the blender. So it's funny. Um, you know, when I first got that watch, I had a hard time wearing it. Yeah. And but it's you were really, hesitant to wear it. I was. It's but it's really grown on me. Mm-hmm. And um I recently did the the feature with Hodinki, and I I chose this as one of my uh four, four plus ones. Yes. And um shout out to Nora. Shout out to Nora. She did a, an incredible job. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal job. Phenomenal job writing that article. Uh, and we talked about a lot. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we, we, we talked about this watch at, at length, and not everything could make the article, but, um, you know, at some point, what, because there was a point where I'm not going to lie, I was thinking about maybe. Yeah, we spoke about that. Are we getting rid of this watch? Yeah. It's like, man, I don't know if this is. It's yeah, me. you were on the kick for a I was. Polar Explorer too, and you were like, I know, maybe I'll just get yeah, rid of it. Yeah, I know, I know. But um, I had um, you know, I keep everything, and so I have the box still, and I talked about that a little bit in the article, and I put it in the box, and it dawned on me that this, how, how the, the the initial thoughts I had about this watch and how special it was mm-hmm. came back. Yes. And I do think it is incredibly special, uh, in spite of it still being. I know in, in terms of Rolex, we often think the watches that are discontinued first yes. are really special. Yeah, I disagree. I think the ones that remain are special. That's why they're still around. That's why they're still around. Yeah. And there was something about that watch and the presentation inside of the box that just reminded me of an art piece. It felt like a Jeff Koons piece. Yeah. Well, the funniest thing too is like when, when you were presented with this piece, we all kind of like crowded around the box. It was like a, it was like we yeah. opened up like a treasure chest. And when you it open, was yes. when you open like a Rolex box and you see like the tan, it was like almost looked like it was gold. So, <laughs> it was to, like, so to see that tan that surrounded the watch, right? See parted. To see right? that to see that tan that surrounded the watch, on the backdrop of the green borders that are. At the exact same color as the, the dial. It's crazy. It felt like a Jeff Koons art piece. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh my God, I can't, I have to keep this. Yes. It feels, um, 
outside of it being, I mean, obviously being in a Rolex, it gives it the allure and everything. And, you know, the case is beautiful. I love an oyster case. The OP, I think it just, the vibe, it resonates. It's just like OG. It speaks to what everything you love about Rolex. Yeah. In terms of the case shape. Um, but seeing it in the box, that presentation, it felt like an art piece. It yes. felt special. And then I was just like, God, this is good. Yeah, and to your point about the case too, is you made the same point about the Daytona is that it feels like a vintage Rolex. It does. So yeah. it, it wears slightly smaller than it, it does. the 41 does on paper when you look at the smaller mm -hmm. size. And I remember I was on the phone with Rashawn when they told me that this came in. Mm -hmm. And mid-conversation, we had came to like a little dead point. So we were quiet for like two seconds. I was like, yo, right. like I'll call you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just texted him in all caps and I was like, I'm going to get my watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had, yeah, we had a conversation. Yeah. So he was with me when I got it. We met up that night and the whole night we were like, damn, like, yeah, it's good. It's Congratulations. Good. Yeah. Very happy you. for you. Yeah. Please get it insured. Yeah, I already did. Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm, I am not being like Respect. for sure. <laughs> yes. One of the things we love around here, ladies and gentlemen, is insuring watches. Yes. You know, there's a lot of news stories going out there about people and their watches and some of the bad things that can happen. We are definitely advocate of getting that stuff insured. So, John. Yes. You got um, some of the green on the wrist too. Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, whole lot of green. You'll notice from my collection, I have a soft spot for green. Always love green. <laughs> uh, I have a Hulk. It was my first luxury watch. Okay. Um, bought this back in 2013. Um, Before so the got, hype, yeah, you got a discount. So it's uh, it's been on the wrist, never service, never. Wait, polished. you got a discount on this? No comment. Ah, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 solid. Take it anywhere, do anything with it, beat it up. It's a great watch. It doesn't solid. look beat up. It really doesn't. It doesn't look like it's seen a lot of wrist time. Get, I would think that you get some light under there. You, you can you can see it. It wasn't my hiking watch uh, during COVID. But. Oh, sure. we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, sure. great watch. Solid piece, my man. Thank you. There was that guy that was recently selling 11 of them. It was 11 of yeah, them. 11 of different yeah. variations. Yeah, John one, John. One yeah, for yeah. each year. John John specified one for every year they were in production. And then a Hulk figurine. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. How do you even get that? I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. That guy's from 47th Street. Facts. <laughs> That's definitely what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing an oldie but goodie. Um, I recently celebrated my fourth wedding anniversary. Shout out to Perry's wife. Shout out to, Perry's shout wife. Out to That's how wife. you do it, John. That's two shout outs. Wow. <laughs> and uh, we, we spent some time in the Rockaways. We're at Rockaway Beach. <laughs> and I brought this watch with me. I brought it on, uh, on NATO. This was a watch that my wife got for me for Christmas. Um, this is the Zodiac Super Seawolf 53. So this is supposed to be a replica of sorts of the 1953 um, Zodiac Super Seawolf diving watch, which was the first dive watch uh, to be offered to the public commercially. Um, this one's got a, a very, very cream dial. Mm -hmm, it does. Uh, gold flag indices. Uh, a very serious loom inside the hour and minute hands. And then the case, bezel, and bracelet are all a very steel steel. Yes. Very watch steel. Very tool watch steel. I like yeah. the bracelet. 
You know, hey, I, I was, was going to say the bracelet, bracelet is amazing. So I've been wearing this on NATO for a while. And um, and that's been fun. I enjoy it. I have a whole bunch of different straps for this thing. Um, and then something hit me the other day and I was like, oh, let me just throw this back on bracelet and just see how I feel about it. And I feel really good about so it. So you wore it to the, to the beach on the bracelet too? This this came with me. This was the only watch I brought with me to the Rockaways. Yeah. This went in the ocean with me. Did you pull over Sean and start surfing? I was just going to didn't. I didn't, I didn't surf. No, no, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't get enough time to, but. I will be back out there and and I will get some some wave action. But yeah, we can go catch. Some I don't swells. know. There's something. Catch what? Catch some swells. <laughs> some what? Swells. <laughs> I guess that's surf talk. Yes. Some swells. Gnarly. Um. Hang Yes. Um. No, but this. Um. There, I you know I I have uh I have an affection for tool watches, and much like a. Explorer 2, this watch just screams tool to me. Yes. The, the, my favorite part about that watch is the loom. It's crazy. Yeah, the loom is, is You is, took that wrist shot very nice. for wrist check Wednesday. Yeah. And middle of the day, sun shining right on yeah. it. You just see this you crazy can see it. glow. It's mm -hmm. nice. And, and the contrast against the cream dial. Um, but this is this is my go-to beach watch. Yeah. Um, this is a watch that will remain in my collection forever. I'm I'm very curious to see if 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 this can develop over some years a tropical yeah effect or aesthetic go with the Bahamas a lot more. I, this is going to get all the beach all yeah. the beach time. Just um, like we've been talking about a guy's trip for the last all summer long. I think we're due one. Well, you yes. did. Hold on. Oh, hold yeah. on. You want me to go, okay, want to go we don't together? We don't together. Right, cool. <laughs> You're not going to do it. But I think we're due one. I could have done we it to you. We, yes. Okay. I think me and Rashad both could have done it to you. What we should do is we should take a trip together. Yes. And do John John special episode two. Okay. Yeah, that works. Not? That works. In the and Bahamas. Exactly. We could island hop. U.S. Virgin Islands. But there's something about this watch being like, all steel and then flipping it over and then seeing that cream dial that's just really really nice yeah because the dial is just so soft while the bracelet the bezel the case is just extremely tough it's almost too harsh against the dial like you would expect it to be like a black dial or something really dark. so they do a black dial version yeah, i went for the cream dial, dial yeah. for you, that you got for the that effect one. because the contrast to me was crazy and i was yeah. just like this is nice and it, yeah it feels it feels and looks vintage and that was had at uh, a grand, right? So we got a deal on this watch. Nice. So when I, I found it. You I knew a friend? You knew somebody? No, I just found it online. I found it online for less than half of what it retailed for like a week before Christmas. Okay. And that's why I got the deal because right after Christmas, I, I saw it shoot right back up. But you got it. It was a, it was a new release though. So this was released. This was a 2020 release. Oh, wow. This was a 2020 yeah, release. Yeah, it's like current production. It's not going to go away. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Okay, okay. Nice. Uh, but no, production was limited. They don't produce this anymore. Mm. Really? That's the cool thing about Zodiac is that all of their runs are extremely limited. It's dope. They do a small run and then they're done. They do something else. So they're not making this anymore. Um, and, and these are actually, there's not, you can still get one, but there's very few of them to actually choose from. Yeah. Um, so we got lucky and I was, I was very, very happy at that price point, that design, man, in-house movement, it, it could compete to be honest. It really could. And you guys, like, obviously you guys own Rolex and you own new Rolex mm -hmm. and like the OPs, like that could compete 
with an OP for a guy that's, you know, either new to watches or probably doesn't I, have the I budget. I personally think it competes with an Explorer. Yeah. Personally, it, it, it checks all the same boxes for me. Yeah. That I would want in an Explorer. Yeah. It's just, it is a, a tools watch, tools watch. Yes. And uh, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to, to ding it up, scratch it up, really purpose this thing. Yeah. It feels like an adventure watch. Yeah. And um, at the same time, aesthetically, it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Everything from the typeface to the indices, like it's just really nice. It's dope. Uh, moving along. Finally. Finally. I had a great deal of time talking about my watch. <laughs> John John. Yes, sir. That's me. John John. That's you. Finally got you on the show. It's good to have you. Good to be here. It's exciting. Instead of standing off to the side, it's... Yes. I'm in you could seat. have done it a lot earlier. Okay. <laughs> We're getting well, there. The I'm shy everything. in front of the camera. Timing, so just timing, bear with me, timing right? is everything. Cameras. Yes. Um, There's cameras in here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so... You're from Pittsburgh. Correct. Right. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, born and bred. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up in Pittsburgh. Uh, so I grew up in the, the southern part of Pittsburgh, the South Hills, uh, in the suburb. Um, okay. Great area. Great family. Uh, father's from Pittsburgh. Mom's from out west. Mm. Uh, sister, a couple years older than me. Um, went to school up in Erie for a few years. Came back. Um, and then finished college out in Minnesota. Uh, Midwest, it was good living there. It treated me well, but- uh, It ain't home. It ain't home. Uh, <laughs> it ain't the East Coast. The Midwest yeah. people are a little bit different. Uh, we'll just okay. put it that way. Nothing against the Midwest people if you're listening or watching. They're uh, listening. So anyway, a <laughs> uh, little bit about me. Um, that's kind of my, my story per se, so. Sure. Yeah. And you come from, so your dad, I know just from knowing you, mm -hmm. because we spent a, we, we so, just to reiterate this and to emphasize this for those either watching or listening, uh, John is is a close friend mm -hmm. of ours, yes. and we spend a great deal of time hanging out with him, hitting up restaurants, uh, and talking. Yeah. And I think what I, one of the things I wanted to do too is just kind of lay up who your dad was mm -hmm. because he has an amazing story that I think is is worth uh, sharing. Pretty interesting guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. So this is a guy who is um yeah. you come from a man who was purely self-made. Correct. But not only self-made, but like really built something. So talk a little yeah, bit about so, that. So um he's no longer with us. Great man. He's also a John John. There uh, we go. John so John, 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 John Senior. Senior. I'll drink to that. So anywho, uh also Pittsburgh born and bred guy. Uh worked his way through school. Um he came from a kind of a, a, I guess, not a nice upbringing, we could say. Sure. Um, played football in college, went to Utah State. You know what position he played? Uh, deep D-line. Respect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Big guy. That's, that's what I did. He was a big guy. He that's put Sean to shame, but yeah, big guy. Um, so I uh, came back to Pittsburgh, uh, worked in the steel industry for some time, uh, in the refractories business. Okay. Um, What's refractories exactly? It was, uh, it's part of the steel industry. Uh, it's uh, kind of a kind of fire retardant material that they line Coke batteries, yeah. sink plants, stuff like so that. So it doesn't just end up in flames. Correct, correct. Um, so a little bit of background on him. 
he left that business and he opened up a fruit stand and a flower stand on the side of a highway to understand how to learn and run a business. Amazing. Mm. Um, and because he signed a non-compete, so he couldn't work or start his own company two years. So what he did? He was hustling. <laughs> he hustled. He I love this. So this man uh, signed a non-compete clause and had to see fit to create a whole nother lane for himself mm -hmm. and then saw fit in doing that yeah. to create one where he put himself in the in, in the line to to learn yeah. and yeah. understand what it was to actually run a business for sure this yeah. isn't this is crazy Pretty interesting man uh and after two years was up he started his own gig and kind of just took off from there i mean it was uh long weekends long yeah. weeks uh but it, it took off pretty pretty outstanding sitting from the sidelines but uh i lost them many years ago but it's a pretty pretty exciting story um, this so. is an incredible person yeah. this guy yeah. um you know i wanted to i wanted you to to, to talk about that because i remember hearing that story sure. i was we were inspired by that we really yeah. were, we were yeah. real. you know i'm yeah. inspired i think i think i guess before all of us i think we're inspired by anyone that kind of trailblazes trailblazes their own path for sure and when the cards are stacked against you mm -hmm. um it doesn't matter how high they get they sure. they feel really high oh for sure <laughs> right. and, and he he bought kind of so when the 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 flowers came in or the fruit came in he bought all the stuff the grocery stores wouldn't buy but he could sell it to the end consumer and still make and his buck yeah. this is a, t a hard business to run too because you have what's called a shelf life right, <laughs> right. 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 so you have a limited yeah. amount of time yes, that you have to get this product off yes before sure. you that that start discounting or you just completely lose out mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. yes but it's uh pretty interesting stuff uh i learned that story from my uncle because my father passed away when i was a younger were you were you i'm sorry I'll no you're you gonna go were you around? Like, were you born already when he was doing this? Uh, no, he started this in the late 70s. I'm an 80s baby, reference of time or how old I am. Um, but yeah, he was he started the business uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, mm -hmm. uh, right when I was born. Mm. So by the time you were born, he was already doing his own steel thing. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and so then what did he do in the steel industry? Exactly. So he started his own refractories business. Um, and he had his own plant where they made the monolithics, the precast molds for steel ladles, coke batteries, zinc plants, stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we talked about your dad. Fast forwarding to today, you know, one could perhaps look at this as a level of irony, mm -hmm. but your dad had a steel refractory business and <laughs> today. John John collects steel watches. Yes, yes. Some well, precious metal. Some precious metal. Where did the uh, the fascination with time pieces start with you? At what point in um, life where you were like, "This is something that requires money"? Yeah, attention. so it was kind of uh, the first piece over here. Which one you, is it? Yeah, yeah, the Swiss Army. Yeah, the Swiss Army. So this was a piece that was actually um, given to me for Christmas, oh. um, and. It's nothing special. I open it up. I'm like, what's this? The watch. I don't want to wear a watch. Yeah. Who I was, was this gifted to you by? A family friend. Okay. Um, I still have it. I uh, didn't wear it for many years. It's a pocket watch. Um, it's a pocket watch now. Uh, <laughs> Just like. So back. I started wearing it. <laughs> On an oyster bracelet. Back. In college. Uh, Just something to accessorize. And I kind of fell in love with the watches. Yeah. Um, yes. So yeah. That was kind of the first really deep dive. Uh, you know. As far is this as an automatic watch? It is not. It's, not. it's a good cool sport. Yeah. But it was Swiss made. This is a Swiss Army watch. Yeah. Um, and on the back, it's a Swiss Army brand, Swiss made, 330 feet water resistance. Yeah. Stainless steel. 
So after you got this watch, did you start to research watches for your own once you really started? Um, once you were to college? Not really, because I went through a little rough patch in my life. I'll just be honest with you. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I um, my first really watch that I came out of. Uh, so I came out of rehab. I've been sober for almost 16 years was the Mavada right here. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to Piercing Pagoda as a little celebration piece for myself. You got your ears pierced. And got my ears pierced and bought a watch. But I got a Movado. I couldn't afford a Rolex at the you, time. You got a Movado chronograph at that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I fell in love with it. And that's kind of what really kind of took off from there. What was it about this watch that called you? It looked like a Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Um, a Rolex with a Grand Seiko bracelet. Exactly. Facts. Right. <laughs> it's, also, it's like a it's a chronograph of like a engine turned rotatable bezel that doesn't rotate does it turn it, no, not no, anymore yeah, no, no, no. But did it at one point no no so it's, it's, it's made to it's, look like it's it glued down <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's glued shut no i love this piece this piece is fire no it's fun so i mean it's uh i've kept it for some time uh, so what year did you acquire this piece this was 2007. 2007. okay 2007. um i had a tag after that um it was a mother of pearl dial with diamond hour markers very early 2007. yeah um, that one's long gone. I have no idea where that watch is. Is it gold too? Two ton, two ton. Wow, almost Wolf of Wall Street. And so, almost, to you, almost. you walked in and you're like, "Man, this looks like a Rolex. This yeah. looked like what you thought a Rolex should look like." Of course, of course. And you were like, "I gotta have it." To of be course. fair, it's also on the butterfly deployment on the steel bracelet. Yeah, yeah. Rolex wishes they would do that. <laughs> Grand Seiko uh, bracelet. Facts. True. Let's see. True. Let's see. This um, thing is fire. No, you know, I loved it. I wore the hell out of it um it's actually still very incredibly handsome and it's got some weight to it you know it has some weight to it i just noticed that in the six o'clock sub dial there's a date window yep that's fire <laughs> <laughs> i love that like so this isn't like typically what you see from like a movado no mm -mm. not a not a modern movado. Well, it's a very very you... special movado right? yeah, yeah. yes very, very when special. i hear movado i just think of a, you think like the museum watch? Yeah, yes. I think of a dial with no nothing on it. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. Totally Which is it's classic, but no, yeah. they did do like um. So my my father in law, um, has a collection of Movados, and he has a couple of chronographs. Yeah, um, but none as sporty as yeah. as this. I think that's what makes this yeah a little more unique. Um, remember, this is a really really interesting piece. But go ahead, please. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say. Remember, VJ came from the Movado group. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So BJ came from the Movado group before he became the North American CEO for for Oris. Got it. And I mean, like that piece basically it shows the potential that could come from a fashion watch. And we say it, you know, consistently all the time. It's like, well, what do you want to collect? How do you want to collect? It's totally fine if you want fashion watches or if you want something that's trendy, like. No one's against that, but if you want to kind of step into a space of like higher horology, then you know there are other options. For sure. Absolutely. Was this quartz? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You can tell us quartz by the pushes. So one of the things much. I love about this watch, and we were talking about it earlier too, is um what I appreciate about this, my fascination with timepieces, I think, started with topography. I love to see, I love dials. Yeah. And just seeing the type of typefaces that they use on dials, uh, playing with different font sizes and 
the legibility or illegibility of a dial, I yeah. think is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And um, this one is very, very pretty. All of the figures are very round. Um, the two in the 12 is very Art Deco, which doesn't vibe with the rest of the watch. So it's a little off, but like just enough that's like really nice, you know? And so that makes it kind of cool. At what point, um, so you got the Movado. You get this watch. You're, how, how, this was your daily beater. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. At what point were you like, the bug sort of like infected you? And I was like, all right, I gotta, so I'm gonna step into mechanical. So, well, I got the tag about two years after that. What I, kind of tag? It was a two tone tag, MOP dial. Diamond. Oh, Mother of Pearl Dial. Yes. Wow, yes. fancy. Yes. Fancy. Uh, my buddy worked at Bloomingdale's. <laughs> was that your, was this all gold? The two tone? Uh, no, no, was no. cap? Yeah, yeah, of, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fake it till you That's make curious. it. Huh? No. Respect. You know? hey. um, <laughs> I love that. My buddy Millen uh, was working at Bloomingdale's. Shout out to Millen. Millen. From Bloomingdale's. Uh, he uh, was working at Bloomingdale's. He goes, you gotta buy this. I'm like, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I went over and bought it. Uh, and that was like my first kind of purchase over a thousand dollars. Nice. Um, you know how much it was? At twelve, fifteen hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah. What well, were you a fan of Tag, or was it just because of name recognition? That that um, it was the look of the watch, if anything. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember the the model? It was a two tone. I do not. I I do not remember the model now. No. Any kind of complication or anything? Was no. Time only. Time only. Two tone MOP dial. It was a Tag or a Tag Warrior. Tag Warrior. Tag Warrior. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And this is, and what year is this? 2008, 2008, 2007. Okay. Yes, you did say that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, you did say that. So okay. your first automatic watch or mechanical watch, mm -hmm. tag. Correct. What did that do for you? Having a, a, a watch that was it, running on perpetual motion. Made me feel special. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just something, it's something to accessorize yourself with. This guy's like, why do you love watches? Why do you spend this money on watches? It's something that makes me happy, number one. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, it's something you can change different daily on your to look good with your outfit or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I just like the way it looked. I, sure. I buy watches for looks. Mechanics, so start with aesthetics for you. Aesthetics for me is very important. Sure. Um, mechanics, great. If it tells time, even better. Was there an outside influence? Like, because of course, like your dad was like, No, my dad bought a ten dollar Walmart watch and has elastic band, and that's what he wore. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's it's more of just me. I've always just kind of had this thing for watches, I guess, really ever since I got that first one. Um, mm. and I just really really enjoyed it. And I think the people around me as well. It was during that kind of G Shock era. Everybody had G Shocks. I had yes. a few G Shocks as well. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, I think so. Hot no gone i don't know where they are yeah, yeah. might be in a box somewhere in storage who knows find them i know those. right I, i'll see what i can do um <laughs> but yeah so i want to talk about that a little bit too because i know how important it is when you're when you're first getting started and collecting um you have there there's so many different options that are presented to you mm -hmm. and you might even be discovering if you're lucky very early on what you like aesthetically. Mm -hmm. um, but fostering the community is incredibly important because yeah. that's part of it. That's part of the allure of why you collect because you want to talk about it. For sure, know? 100%. Uh, what was that like for you in, in, in Pittsburgh? So I moved back to Pittsburgh um, 
what was that? It was summer of 11. Mm. Um, got a new job, was in the car business for about 10 years. Um, started making my own money, doing well. And uh, I bought this watch. Um, I stressed about it for about a year. Shout out to my, <laughs> my buddy Pete. What Just buy it? the damn watch already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Pete. Um, Shout out to Pete. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was obviously, it was green. I've always loved green. You can see the watches that, that I have on the table here. There's always something about a green. I've always wanted a Hulk. Something about it. I saw it. I loved it. I wanted it. Because mm-hmm. um, it was one of those watches like, why would they, why would Rolex make a green I think, and I, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Because and I think that this is. Because they uh, can? Sure. But I still think that. You know, the Hulk, it seems, I think, when you're involved in the industry like, like we are, you have friends who collect watches, you know all these people. You come across a lot of Hulk. Yes. They're everywhere. But back in 2013, the cases were full. Before, I'm sure they you know? were. Because this, had to, be, this had to be this had to be a very controversial piece. Right? When you think of a Submariner. Mm-hmm. You don't think green. No. You do not think green. No. As Black. a matter of fact, you think, what the hell is Rolex thinking? Yes. Making a green Submariner. Exactly. Yes. You think any variation of a colored bezel with a black dial. Yes. That's what you think when you so think Submariner. That's what you think the Rolex, period. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You think black dial, fluted bezel, smooth bezel, yeah. colored bezel, yeah. if it's an insert. But the dial's always black. But the dial's always black. Yes. Black's just kind of boring. I have to ask. I mean... Y'all look the same after a while. True. So, yes. Um, I mean, these guys know, and of course, you're always behind the scenes. So, you know my affection for Rolex. And I feel um, that we have all celebrated our first Rolexes um, when there was like some kind of event that was like, I made it. Yeah. You know, when Perry got his watch, like, we we stood around a box and like I whispered in and I was like, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same thing with with Ben, you know, we spoke and he was like, yo, man, like, I'm going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. and I already like it was nothing else to be said. Like when he said I'm going to do this, I knew what this was. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. And you know, hearing it from you and this being your first luxury purchase and like, hey, I made it in my life. I'm, I've, I've made so much money. What's your connection to Rolex? Because you could have chose any other timepiece. True. What was it about Rolex that, that said, I have, to, I have to make this decision? It, it was the green dial, personally. Mm. I've always loved green. Uh, and there's really nothing else I was really, <clears throat> excuse me, looking at. Um, and it, the green called my name Yes. and Rolex is Rolex. I mean, yeah. as, as a collector or as a young person coming from a tag or a Mulatto, everyone wants a Rolex. Everybody wants a Rolex. You wake up. What do you see? Rolex ads. Yeah. What do you see? US open Rolex. What do you see? Rolex. It's and what to, it is. To be fair, no one in at that time was, who was making anything with a green dial? Nobody. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No one. It wasn't the, uh, the only other brand you might but have it's, seen it's, to take Because yeah. I feel like if you have a Rolex, you made it. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's it's been something. ingrained in all of us. It's like that's what we see as like a, a status yeah. symbol. Yes. Correct. In, in American culture. For sure. For sure. Yeah, you aspire to have a role. Yeah. For sure. And ever since then it was kind of a nosedive off of there. But uh it's it's <laughs> so been how, it's so been, you got you got when you got this watch, mm-hmm. how long did it take for you got another one? Um I got the James Cameron um right after right when it came out. Um what was that, two thousand fifteen? Yeah. Or something like that. 
um, so about, about a couple, a year, year, about a year and a half, half something yeah. like that. Um, great dial, beautiful watch. Ooh. Too fucking big though. It's uh, it's a brick on the wrist. It know? is, big and I got tiny wrist. Um, it's yeah. a beautiful watch. It's it's a beautiful watch. I mean, imagine, imagine they made a sub with that dial. Oh, yeah, the, the, the transition with that, between with that, the green like, and the blue. Green. Is yeah, beautiful. exactly. Yeah, it's, well, it's the only. It's 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 one of those pieces that Rolex makes that's like they don't do anything like that. No, yeah. right, like a gradient dial. Yeah, that's like the old OP thirty nines too. Yeah, like they all had this weird contrast, like the even like the Vignet dials too. Yeah, the Vignet date just don't oh, yeah. exist anymore. There's yeah. two. I mean, there's two day dates to have them, but I mean, they're forty thousand dollars. But diamonds. I don't recall Rolex ever doing another like gradient kind of dial. Well, the green day day thirty six with baguette hour markers is a gradient from green to black, and there's yeah. a, there's a white gold one. Same thing with mm. baguette hour markers, a gradient from blue to black. The insight and that's really nice. Yeah. And y'all know how I feel about blue dials on watches. But yeah. That's that's nice. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So you get the James Cameron mm-hmm. after this. So now you've officially got the watch club. You're you're invested. For sure. You're you're chasing watches at this point. <laughs> um what was it about what 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 happened between the the Hulk? And the James Cameron, because at some point, you know, most, I think a lot of people, especially if you get a Rolex, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, one and done. Yes. Truthfully. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know yes. what that means, yes. but anyway. But some people are. Yeah. And I think that's why the industry is experiencing what it is in terms of like how Rolexes are sold today and why it's difficult to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's retail, you want repeat customers. Yes. Oh, what is right? Yes. Um, but in you, they have a repeat customer. Yeah. You're not someone they have to convince. Mm-mm. What happened in between this watch and the James Karen where it clicked with you and it was like, oh, I can have multiple watches. I think it's the, the feeling, at least for me, like the feeling, not the feeling, maybe the feeling you get when you put on your wrist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Or um, how it looks on your wrist. I just, I love it. I just love wearing watches. It just makes you who you are. Yes. And you can, I just, I enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And so the James Cameron comes out and you, and what about this watch says, gotta have it? The green to blue dial. It was that green again. It's that green again. It's green. Green gets me going. Yes. That little bit of lime green. Yeah. Yeah. So also too, um, you not only collect Rolex, Mm -hmm. um, and we have a few, pieces yeah. here um you you have some some big boys here yes sir. you have some heavy hitters um and i hope i'm not jumping the gun no go ahead because i wanted to know yeah. so you go like two rolex pieces i'm assuming what's in between because then like well you start looking at like when we start showing <laughs> this it's like what's going yeah. on here so there's, <laughs> there's a few pieces that were here that aren't here anymore that have left the collection yes um I had an APRO. Um, mm-hmm. Had? Had. Uh, I bought it in, you know, what, 2017. They took a lot of money off of it. It's just when they were sitting So you got again. a Royal Oak. Yes. White dial, fair, 41. You got a 41 millimeter. Yeah. White dial Royal Oak at a discount. Yes. Yeah. From AP directly. <laughs> yep. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't in, happen anymore. Nope. In 2017. So not that long ago. No, no. They were, they were, they were discounting them heavy. Yes. Put it that way. Yeah. Yes. Pre-COVID, it was a lifetime ago. 
for yes. sure. Yeah, it was like um, but that was kind of the the next step. I always had a, a pull to AP. Yeah. I was on vacation uh, in the Bahamas. Yes. Uh, where our next we're going. We're going. And this guy, he had this, what is this watch? I went, went up to him and said, what kind of watch is that? You ever seen one before that? No. Okay. Mm. Um, you don't really have a lot of APs in Pittsburgh. Okay. Sure. Facts. <laughs> um, so... I love that you say facts now. You're in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thanks to Sean. He's right? been around us yeah. long enough. <laughs> so it's uh, the dial, the trapeze dial was just some, something about it. That yeah. I just fell in love with mm -hmm. the bracelet uh, kind of spoke to me. And I was like, I need that watch. Yes. Um, and uh, I walked in the AP store. I'm a person that used to go to Vegas quite a bit before COVID. Um, and uh, I'm also a fan of boxing, a big boxing fan. So oh, okay. I didn't know boxing that. fans out there. Um, and I was out there for a fight. And finally, I walked in the AP store and people weren't assholes. They treated you nice. I said, I'm going to be back. I'm going to dinner. I'm going to buy a, I'm going to buy a watch from you. Um, and then I, I bought the Royal Oak. Nice. Um, so what, what fight was it? Tell me it was a Mayweather fight. Caught the Mayweather fight because the satellite was crispy. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> Yo, if no. you brought an AP at a, after no. a Mayweather fight, no, no, no. ball is <laughs> no, no. Jim Jones come on the show. No. Whoa. Uh, it wasn't the May Pack fight. That fight was crazy. You to went get, to that? Yeah. Have you been, oh, you yeah, did go to that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so, <laughs> Tell you something. Yo, the, I didn't uh, know that. To get anywhere during that night was crazy, but no, it wasn't during that fight. I forget. I don't want to say it was. I think it was Triple G Canelo. It was one of the. I don't That's know who it was. Amazing fight. I, really good. Into, uh, yeah. well, I didn't really sneak in because I could drink already. I can't. But I, I don't remember who it was to be quite it. honest with you, but it was a fight weekend. Um, wow. But anyway, so yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So what? So okay. So what was the next acquisition? Because what came after? Because the Cameron, no, I, I assume, is no longer here. Yeah, Correct. So you, so you went Cameron Royal Oak. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then, and then uh, what came after? That's still here. Yeah. So I got a, I got a, the black dial Daytona. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? So we go, we go from a Hulk to a James Cameron to a Royal Oak at a discount to a black Daytona. <laughs> yes. The and it's ceramic. So it's, yes, it is. Friends, what year was The this? friends this keep you in check. They just laugh in your face. <laughs> yeah. There's no sugar coat here. They laugh in your face. Okay. Yes. Thanks. I appreciate oh it. God. I love you guys too. <laughs> what year was this? Uh, yeah, right when it came out. Uh, it was like a year after it came out. Uh, 14, 2015? Yeah, yeah, so. I think it was 2016. It was something like, I, I can't remember. Man, it was 2016, I think it was. Yeah. 2016? Yeah. Um, so you get a Daytona. I got a Daytona. At this count too? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, and then funny story, you made some friends in Vegas when you go there a lot. Yes. Um, and a month after I got that, uh -oh. I get a call. That the white Daytona is in. So hold on. I just want to set the Ying stage Yang for twins. people too. <laughs> that yes. one's at home. Ying Yang uh, twins. So John has, he has both a white and a black Daytona. Yes. This is the black Daytona that I've been wearing for three months. That's, that's, that's Perry's John John special. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, you have two Daytonas. Yeah. Which is crazy because again, you got it at a time when it was like, the hype was not there. Yes. Daytonas were still it, Daytonas, a little hard to they, get. Daytonas yeah. were definitely hard to get. There was definitely yeah, a hype. But not as hard as they are today. Correct. If they, if they like you, they give you one. They'll take care yeah. of you. Yeah. It's I, so I remember, so like, I remember I had just started working at Ralph Lauren in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I remember this guy walked in and he was like, he was wearing a white Daytona. Yeah. So I mentioned something to him about it because he was looking at a vintage one that we happened to be, you know, selling at the store. And he was like, oh, you know, I just got this one. My wife got it for me. 
for our 10th wedding anniversary. Yeah. And like, she never made a purchase at the AD before, but she asked for that watch to give to him on their wedding anniversary. Mm. Yeah. Even for an occasion like that, that's not a thing that happens anymore. That no. watch now is like a sub yeah. if well, you're the, lucky. Well, the thing too is like, um, you know, kind of to, to, to put my industry hat on. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we usually don't flex our muscle here. Oh. But, um, you know, it's so, it's so hard. It's disheartening to hear those stories where a guy's like, man, you know, I want to celebrate a wedding or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm celebrating my retirement. And it's like, boo-hoo, cry me a river. Like, I can't give yeah. you what you asked for because, you know, you have someone else that like, you know, wants this watch too. Yeah. And for whatever reasons, they're going to get it over you. Um, the, the times when you could celebrate um, a, t a point in time in your life where you yeah. made it, those days are over. Yeah. And I think it's, it's something that we have to accept because we're investing in luxury product. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to own this many pieces and what you own is a luxury. Yeah. Because you don't need any of it. To own a watch, in general, a to own to own a watch is a luxury. Exactly. Like, I mean, you could have stayed with that Movado because it's still here. So exactly. you could have carried that until, you know, you expire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say die, but now, <laughs> but now was, I said it. That was, a, that was a good adjective. Thanks, Rashawn. No, I mean, we're just messing around. Yeah, we gotta take you're, John you're, home tonight. You're walking me home, man. Yes. Four blocks down. Sorry. Listen, you know I got you, dude. All right. But, I mean, you know, to see what you have on this table and, and, and as we dive into it more, yeah. um, I think people don't really understand the, um, the seriousness of watch collecting anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's real out here. It is. It is real out here. But what's cool is... Um, you know, there's a. It's exciting. Can, it's sorry to interrupt. No, no please. It's exciting. It's frustrating um, because it's not like you can't always get what you want. And you you see this stuff and you said, "Oh, I feel real bad for you." But at the end of the day, I've been doing this for a while, and it's something that like but that's part of the appeal, right? The it chase. is. It is the chase. Yeah, um, the chase. And it might excite me for a day, and like, what's next? Yes, yeah. exactly. You know? Yeah, that always happens. So anyway, I don't know. Every time we talk, you're like, right. I want that. Right. I want that. But I gotta get one. Enough. I have to but say, then you're like, yeah. After <laughs> a day goes by, you're like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I I I have to say, I would take black on black Daytona over white. So we were talking about that earlier mm -hmm. because so, you know, John was so kind to let me hold this for a little bit, and I got to I got to wear it around. And the thing about the black on black Daytona, no one notices it. No one notices it. Mm -mm. It looks like the, any other watch. Listen, this is this is the luxury of knowing John. You actually can choose whether you want to wear a black or a white Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, which one do you want to wear? <laughs> That's why you keep me around. Sure. No. Yeah, sure. Oh my <laughs> god. I mean, to be fair, it don't matter, Rashawn. You can't fit any. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, I couldn't even wear your watches. That's true. That's true. That's true. Need to add like three links, right? Um, yes. So you get the black Daytona, you get the white Daytona, mm -hmm. a month apart. Month apart. Yes. Huge <laughs> Not from the same AD. Which is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. But, but the same AD also wouldn't give you both colors. No, you're right. No. Of course so, not. So, 
Uh, I mean, at the time, you never know. Maybe. Yeah. Calling a favor, you might. Yeah. But oh, my wife wants this one now. My quote unquote wife <laughs> wants the opposite <laughs> call. <laughs> um, you know, so you've gone from courts, automatic Rolex, getting mm-hmm. into highly coveted pieces with Rolex. Yeah. Then you get into high horology. Mm-hmm. Patent. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Was there anything that came in between your last Rolex and your first Protect? Um, that's on the table. Not that I can. No. no. Okay, but no. there might have been something. You just can't remember. No, that no, means no. it wasn't important. Yeah, yeah no, there there wasn't. I'm just playing. We went uh, from Rolex to Patent. Yeah. Yes. What so was the AP? You got another AP? Mm-mm, just the Royal. Okay. What was the first Protect? So the first Protect uh, was the uh, 5522. Um, uh-huh. The pilot watch they had for the New York exhibition. Yep. Which uh, is a beautiful watch. In Amazing. 2017. A steel um, I did not pilot. buy that at retail. I did buy it gray market. Um, what year was that? 2000. It was. I want to say it was. Uh, Would have been like. The watch show? The, no, the watch show was in uh, summer of 2017. Yeah, I have the book to that. So I got it in, I want to say, winter of 2018 mm, okay. uh, or 2017. Um, and I paid I paid over retail for sure. Was it was it, it was like crazy, high, was it high on the market? Uh, I'd say it was within the market range. It wasn't high. It was very it was a very fair price. OK, um, nice. and that's something that I liked because it was different. Um, my my authorized dealer at the time did have uh, a Patek uh, license, um, and it was something that I was like, "Oh my god, I need to have it." Yeah. Um, and it was just something different from Patek because it was a time only time only steel college robin. It was it was yeah. gorgeous, yeah. Um, and that's just kind of what what I dove head first with Patek it was a great market Patek um, mm. at the time. So yeah. So you go from great market Patek, but to, you know now you're getting Patek at retail. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So we've got two. We have we have three paddocks. Yeah. On on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, which came first? Um, the green aquanaut, uh, the fifty one sixty eight G. Fifty one sixty eight G, aka the grenade. They call it another the, green watch. Turtle. I like or the, the turtle. It, no, I don't like the turtle, grenade. Turtle. Turtle belongs to Seiko. Seiko. Yes. Can't call it a turtle. Okay. <laughs> we'll discuss that at a later date. It's People the, call it a grenade. I also do not like turtle. calling yeah. it that. But I mean, I, I, Donatello. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> you know, everyone on this couch, green is probably their favorite color. Yes, I, I hate that fucking watch. You hate, you hate this watch? watch? I hate that watch. Really? Yes. I love you too, Ben. <laughs> I hate that shade of green. Okay, fair enough. It just is not a good shade of green. And I wore that watch on the show. Yeah. I just it's. The green throws me off. Yeah, so I got that watch. Um, <laughs> it's weird. It's, we'll get past that. It's like khaki green. Like, this is, I don't know. It's odd. I'm going to shut up. Sorry. It's all good. I'll interrupt you. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Aurora is a fan of this watch, too. This was his yeah. grail, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got the the Aquanaut yeah. in green, a.k.a. the Grenade. Mm-hmm. Some call it the Teenage Green Ninja Turtle. A.k.a. Turtle. only Perry calls it that. Okay. We're gonna be about to coin it. Yeah. Let's do it. Trademark NFT. I, I did get something. <laughs> you did get what? I did get something before that. I forgot one. It's all the way over there. It's out of sight. What's yeah. that? It's the fifty nine eighty. 
Uh, so you got the 5980 before. Yes, yes, yes. The green knock. Yeah. And this 5980, this yeah. rose So this was your gold. first retail patent? No, it was the 5711 was my first retail Oh, patent. fuck. Excuse me. Jeez. So that's right. He does have a 5711. It's not here tonight. No. Yeah. Uh, ben wanted me to bring in everything. Dial. Perry said not to bring everything. So I should have listened to dad. <laughs> you did listen to dad that's the problem because now we're talking about watches we ain't got <laughs> you would have been super okay, flexing sure. yeah. yeah i don't need a flex so your first patek at retail was a blue dot 5711 correct correct yeah wow that's a lot of people's like yeah. grail yeah. yeah if they only ever get that i mean there's several grails on the table right now <laughs> yeah. thank you um and then uh <laughs> yeah so after i got the 5711 um Oh, I forgot I own the 5711. <laughs> um, I got this 5980. Um, very fortunate. Yeah, this uh, is the this is the watch that I wore that I said is a, it's some sauce because it's on the custom strap. Yeah, so then that's it has uh, some extra sauce because it's Tiffany stamp. Correct. This the is strap. So yeah, so let's talk about that for a little bit. So this was your second retail patent. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, who did the strap? The strap Patek. is awesome. It's Patek. Patek. It's a Patek it's strap. It's a custom it a, bottle green Patek yeah. strap with tonal stitching. And um, what color strap did it come with? It was, it comes with two straps. It comes with like kind of their default alligator brown strap. And it comes with another kind of a- It's a, rubberized. It's a rubberized. Yeah. This is a really good contrast. It is. You know, it's something yeah. that I, I right when I bought the watch, when I got the watch, I, I said I needed so something nice. different. So let me ask you- uh, You were wearing this when I first met you. I, yes, that was. That, that was <laughs> did true. you did you want that watch on the bracelet, or did you prefer it that way? On the I strap? wanted that that okay, way. Good. I asked for that watch in 2016, um, and I got it in 2019. So you got a Tiffany stamp. How'd that happen? Um, just knowing the right people, being persistent. AKA uh, also Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly. Shout Kelly, out Kelly, Kelly shout out. Thank love you. Love Kelly. She's the best. Um, but yeah, so Kelly made this happen for you. She sold you this watch. Kelly did sell me this watch. That's amazing. It's, it's awesome. uh, it, it's a, a full circle moment here in Ristikon for sure, yes. for sure. Um, and it's uh, it's a it's a beautiful piece. I love it every time I look at it. Um, yeah. Is this your favorite watch that you own? Um, as of right now, yes. But I've been rocking the fifty two twelve ever since I put the put it back. Yeah, on we the, put that brown strap. I put back the on brown too. strap back. Brown strap is nice. Yeah, people I, hate on that strap, and I don't know why. I had it on a ostrich green strap that I had at John Rousseau, um, and I put that back on about a week ago, and I've been wearing a lot. Um, but even the Aquanaut, um, that's been a great. It's a great watch. You can just do so any. Do you see yourself more as a, a paddock guy or a Rolex guy? I'm a watch guy. I like that's that. That's a cop out. What's a cop out? <laughs> <laughs> Which brand would you prefer? He's in the cop out. Paddock. Like, no, I know it's no, it's Patek. So Patek, I know I love Patek. I do. It's just, what is it that you love about each brand? Let's start with Rolex. What is it that you love about Rolex? Rolex? Like the first girl you love, you're always love her. Let me see. That. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I'm just uh, giving you shit, John. So. uh I will always love Rolex. Mm -hmm. They do certain things that nobody else can do. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Patek can, will always do what they do because they're Patek. Yes. Um, so that's why I love each brand. We had right. a conversation about that a while back. Mm -hmm. I think early in the pod when we were talking about just like hype and things like that. And, um, you know, to kind of give some context, we love each other, but it was very, it was very heated. It's very heated. That's why I got heated. 
Uh, yes. Lots of passion. And lots of passion. And it really, so it was funny because we called Perry dad. <laughs> and Perry was playing mediator. And me and Ben were going back and forth. And I was like, man, I'm telling you, everybody that I know, they love Rolex. Like, if you got into watches, it's Rolex, it's Rolex, it's Rolex. And Ben was like, man, I don't care about nothing. Paddock is a better brand, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, listen, dude, <laughs> I feel you on that. But no one, no, no one when they jump into Yeah, they're not jumping straight into Patel. They're just not but jumping straight into Patel. The conclusion that we came to is that we generally agree with what we were saying. Yes, we do. It's just we were speaking in circles. <laughs> yes, we spoke, we spoke in circles the whole time. And this and this was happening. So this at was like happening three in the morning. at about three in the morning. Because this also was the time when I'm up. Buying watches. So I didn't get to buy a watch <laughs> because I was arguing with Ben. <laughs> so, wait, wait. So I was like, you saved them some money. Yes. I, I was like, listen, I said, I got See, time I, today. I always, <laughs> I always have the best interest at home. Yes. I, listen, we went back and forth and I was like, I Arguments got time between today. You two are priceless. Yeah. You've been there for plenty. Yes. But no, yeah. but it was great. I mean, we, we, we definitely have our debates, um, but it makes us. It makes us better. I think it makes the show better. I think it makes, you know, just what we do in general better because we can't always see eye to eye. We can't sing yeah. Kumbaya, yeah. you know? For sure. That'd be no fun. No. No. Show would be super you got to have fun. Yes. Yes. So what's the story with this piece? How did this piece get into your collection? Um, so I started buying Christmas ornaments at Tiffany's. Okay. <laughs> for my family. Um, and in Pittsburgh, there's a Tiffany's at a mall. And I said, I went to the guy that I was buying Christmas ornaments every year from. I said, I want these two watches. I said, I want the, I know they make a Tiffany stamp. I said, I want the 5980 and the 5726 with the white dial. They discontinued it. I didn't get that one. And uh, he goes, okay, I'll email New York and see what we can do for you. This was December of 16. Um, wow. And every year goes by. Any updates? No, not yet. He'll email him again. And within that time frame, Kelly and I have been communicating with one another um, through social media. Um, and lo and behold, I finally met her um, in 2019 at the New York Public Library um, at a paddock event. Mm. Um, and that kind of solidified the relationship. And then I met her again at the actual boutique uh in september of 19 mm -hmm. um and two days later um i called tiffany and said hey can you any update on my watch um my watch like you owned it already yeah mm -hmm. and he goes let me call get a call back your watch is in um so it's uh it just took some time to uh be patient persistent as they say closed mouth doesn't get fed yes um so just uh you know be nice, be patient. Things will come your way. Yeah. I so. have to say, looking at that watch on Perry, man. That watch is a heater. That watch is a heater. The AC is on, but it's still hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all that ad-lib. It's, it's a beautiful watch. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Um, you know, I mean, Paddock is a brand. I, I do like Paddock. I'm a fan. Um, you yeah. guys know I'm I'm super steel. Yes, I love steel watches. Yes, not crazy about precious metal. But I do enjoy it. Yes, you'll get um, there. Sorry, you'll get there. Yeah, I mean I, I the Cartier. Yeah, 
So I'm, I'm dipping my toes in. Yes. But uh, I still enjoy still walking. It's beautiful. Yeah. It I'm really glad is a beautiful you're walk. No, absolutely. I think yes. it's, 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 it's gorgeous. What I, what I love most about it is the contrast with the, with the, the green uh, strap. That green strap. Is, I think the strap is, is is a really nice touch. And what I love about it that what I love most about it is knowing you how much you appreciate the color, but also the idea that like you can still have fun with your watches, whether it's mm-hmm. a fucking you know fifty dollars swatch, yes, or a paddock, yes. You know what I'm saying? That there's still room not to be so serious, yes, mm-hmm. and that you can dress it up. You, and I mean, here you yeah. are. You ordered this like Amex green gator strap. That green, <laughs> yeah, that green that's a beautiful it. contrast need, with the gold. You need a red strap for that. Red strap would be crazy. With the red, but the green, yeah, the, you got, the green disarms it. I was trying to convince John John to get a red strap for his fifty-two twelve, and uh, he didn't listen to me. No, maybe next strap. <laughs> yeah, for that one. Yeah, let's talk good. about the the weekly calendar as well. Yeah, yeah, let's because that, that came that well, came that was third. Right? That was third. I, I this one. Came you, the get, you get the grenade. Yes. So, so talk about this real quick before we get into the another next. precious metal protection. So this, this yeah, this is white gold. Yeah. So this watch, uh, Waco was interviewing um, Terry Stern, mm. and he asked him why a green aquanaut, and Terry Stern says why not. Mm-hmm. Um, My favorite rebuttal. And uh, and I once again, it's green. Uh, and once I saw that come out, uh, I was like, I need to have it. So um, did you always want an aquanaut? Yeah, I, I wanted the. I, I'm still. I was still like a 5164. Oh, um, really? Okay. That's mm-hmm. one I've been kind of patiently waiting for. Hopefully, some sometime I will get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always wanted that. And when I saw that come out, I was like, I need to have it. Um, yeah. Number one is green. Um, and the green strap has been discontinued. Well, for that watch, for, you can still get it. For that just, watch, you can still you can get, get it. it on the 5167. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, they used to make that strap just for that watch, but mm-hmm. not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Uh, they're selling for like seven grand on eBay uncut. Yeah. Shout out to John Mayer. Right. Running his mouth. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but that was kind of the the transition to, to the Aquanaut. But it's uh it's a comfortable watch. Majority of the time people don't really know what it is. Um Yeah, I feel like uh, we were talking about this. I feel like from afar, if you don't if you're not familiar with this, yeah, you see a green one, you'll probably think it's like a sacred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's a forty-two, it doesn't wear like a forty-two, in my opinion. No, it doesn't. Um, no, because of the thin, yeah. thin. It's a uh, super thin profile. It's yeah. a super very thin, thin profile. profile, and it's more it's more dialed than case, you know. Of course. Of so course. it makes it it makes it wear smaller. Yeah. But I have to ask because, me personally, I'm a Nautilus guy over mm-hmm. Aquanaut. Yeah. You own them both, so what? What's your what's your take? Um, the fifty-seven eleven. Bracelet is the most comfortable bracelet I've ever owned. Period. Mm-hmm. Got to fix that class though. Huh? The class got to get. Fixed you hate though. on the class. I don't mind it. It is yeah. a pain to get off. Um, yeah. But uh, that is a comfortable, comfortable watch. It is a very comfortable bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. I have to say, I will take any reference, whether it's steel, two tone, or old gold. Give me a thirty-eight hundred. And I am all. Yeah. Over I think I it. think most people would take any Nautilus you give them. Yeah. Any, <laughs> well, I mean, and I experience. I mean, how many folks have like? You would it? I mean, in the pre, in the pre-owned. It. So I'm talking about favorite brand. I'm yeah, with all the yeah. shit. I don't want a modern. I don't think I would want a modern Nautilus. I'm fine with a modern Nautilus. 
But I mean, fifty nine eighty. Yes, the best yeah. novelist yeah. of all time is a fifty seven twelve. Period. Yeah, I know you feel that way. It's uh, a I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I think though, but if if I had to say no, um, because I feel like with fifty seven elevens, it's time only, mm-hmm. right? It just comes down to aesthetic. Yeah. So if I see a dog color I don't like, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, there's that like that white one. I like the white one. The white ones. I like more Eric, the blue. Eric has the white one. Yeah. That white one. I love Eric. To Eric. They used to call it the panel dial. Yeah. Not a fan of the dial. <laughs> I like that dial very much. And Eric has really beautiful watches. I like him he more. Has Eric has great taste in watches. He, he does. does. Uh, but the white dial Nautilus, for some reason, just... Also, like you, John John, your first Patek was your 5711. Eric's first Patek at retail, 5711 white. Hopefully, mine's is a 5711. <laughs> Hope we'll so. see. Let's put them manifest for all right. of us. Fifty-seven, twelve for me, please. please. So, uh, you get the the gold Nautilus. Mm-hmm. We we'll move on to the green Aquanaut. Yep. Now we got the weekly calendar. Yeah. What's going on here? Um, this so isn't uh, one of the most covered. No, uh, I mean every paddock is highly covered. Yeah. But that's probably the most sought after college robbery, though. It is a it's most such a cool, too. different watch from Patek. To yeah, the, it doesn't. It to doesn't. The when you dial. see it, if you see this from afar and you don't know what it you is, you don't think it's you're never going to think this is a pattern. No. Yeah. No. But that's what's really cool about it, for sure. I like the idea of like the handwritten dial, and part of me, and this is you know not to jump off subject, but when you shared earlier today that that um, WMT. I was like, I should have brought that. Really? The, the tiny one? Yes, because I like that. that handwritten dial. You know what it reminded no, me of? It, it reminded me of like Tom Sachs. Like it had like it that. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. I was that. like, that is the exact aesthetic. It looks that. like it looked like a Tom Sachs collab. And and it was so and it and, and it, it bothered me. It yeah, bothered me it would because have been, it would have been. I mean, it's thirty-two millimeters. I I don't care. What you doing with that? I don't care. Pushing it. Out of war. 34 is as low as I can go. Out of yeah. war. Out of war. Now I was like, oh, I can give it to my daughter. But I was like, she's going to fucking Well, I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that. I was like, you should get it. I mean, yeah, but like, you should I mean, get it. And listen, for her. And you were like, no. Nah, $500 watch. You know $500 watch on your, on your like seven-year-old daughter is like, it's too much. Yes. So I, I knew you were thinking about it because when <laughs> I said that, you, I saw the speech bubbles come up and then it just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Like five minutes goes by, and then you respond. I was like, you ain't buying it. Before no. I even opened the message, I was like, it's a no. I wanted to buy it. If it was it, a 34, I'd have been all over it. Yeah, because you were taking it for yourself. I, yes. <laughs> I was two seconds away. And, and and I went back on the website, and it was like, not available. And I was like, I should have just did it. Well, they had but they, and they had different bracelet sizes, too. Yeah. So they knew you that, to get the biggest one. that people, you know, would, would want it who had bigger wrists. Yes. But 32? Let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you this. Imagine Tom a called. Millimeter Tom, I, I think Tom. <laughs> I think Tom's gonna was was right in his prediction when he said that we're gonna go back to um, people wearing smaller watches. So size 31. I, I've I've I'm seen I've seen men trying on size 31. Sure. Well, you know, and I mean, I, when you look at watches, like you look at like a, a JLC, or you like, you know. Cartier, you, we're wearing watches that are smaller than a 31. Yes. They're just square. Exactly. Right. And yes. so that's the difference. Exactly. Like, I'm very yes. cognizant of like proportions and shape. Yes. And a 31 round case 
is not cutting it for me. Yes. It's a bracelet. Of course. I don't want a bracelet. <laughs> yes. But I think also too, like, but, you it, know. It, listen, the individuals that are able to wear 31, um, not necessarily it has to do with size. It has to do with a certain kind of aesthetic. And I think, you know, for us and what, you know, what we look at, that doesn't really fly with what we do. But for other people, I mean, to be, it, it, it works. But like, I just didn't love the, the watch. How do you really feel enough? They make the OP in the 31. It's the same as this. Yeah. I could never wear a 31 green no. OP. I've seen guys wear a 31 and I was like, man, that shirt looks hot. Like, yeah, try it on or actually yeah. like own it where I'm not gonna lie to you. I have seen two men wearing a 31 millimeter watch. You can and wear I'm, a 31. No, I could. I wouldn't though. I could wear anything. But you can wear anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I would never do that. I know it's I not would, in the round case, no. I could pull off a 31 in the round case. No, Dude, you could, he, but you would I wouldn't do it. No. I no, mean, no. listen, when and I like see, a, a tank, a small tank sure, is a 31 on totally paper. Different. Yes. I'm with it. When you wore that bang noir. Elongated, but again, you're, talk, the, shape. you're talking about shape. That yes. watch is so long; it goes from one side of my wrist to the other. Sure, and it's such a unique thing that it's like fuck. Like if you can wear it and you like it, you can afford it. You ha- you buy it. Yeah, it's just like a crash. Yeah, crash is the same thing. A, a crash, crash is, is small too. A crash is probably the same size on paper. It's a thirty-one, but again, small. Who's uh, yeah? Who's ever turning down a crash? Yeah, no one. Because we know what that watch so is. So then that is that is called perception. No, no. It's, it's, it has to do with aesthetic. Yeah, it's aesthetic. It's not perception because it's the shape of the of the watch. The the, the issue with the uh, the WMT collab that they did with I think as his name is Lebeg, is that it is it's a it's, it's a Daytona case. Yeah. yeah, it's a Paul Newman Daytona case. Yeah, size thirty two millimeter. No, I need that. I need that. It, it if anyone's like, listening it, right it, now, you know you want that. Never for sure you know, for you that want watch. That? Uh, get a uh, what's the what's the swatch I got for Ada? Oh, flick flack. Get a flick flack. Get a flick flack. They flick make flag. a flick flack. <sighs> That's what it you is. Actually, I haven't you seen know why my you nephew because you can't have it now. I haven't seen my nephew in a long time. You want his NASA flick flack? I'll get him another one. <laughs> it's a flick flack. You want it? And I've tried on the flick flack. I know it looks like my wrist. I win on the watch check. Uh, it would be for my daughter, and I'm not buying my daughter a $500 watch. And, and exactly. Into the, into yeah. that. And, but to the point about shape and aesthetic and just sizes in general. And Denise wouldn't wear it. My wife would not wear that watch. It, it, it doesn't matter how big or small you are. No one's going to look at you and be like, oh, this you got a crash on? It looks funny. Too big for that. They're going to be like, oh, shit, he got a crash on. Yeah. So it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Moving back to John John. All good. I like, I like right? this. I like this. Yes, he's in the center of the. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to it by now. It's I all good. You are. I just, if, when, if you guys watch this video, John John's been smiling from ear to ear this whole yeah. debate. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll be going out after. Well, so this. you get the weekly calendar. Yeah, you get the weekly calendar. Yeah. Uh, how did this come about? Was this something that was presented to you? Were you looking for this? Um. Yeah. So it's uh, it's something that came about um, kind of on my wish list. They okay, came. so you were you were pursuing this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very short time after my green aquanaut. Um, okay. <laughs> another month apart. No comment. But yeah, <laughs> um, jeez. And it's it's something that it's just different. I think it's something that Patek was trying to target the younger audience. Even though I'm not that young, I'm younger. Okay. Well, you were younger when you got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's something that 
talk to me. Um, you know, it's a Calatrava that has kind of handwritten dial to it. And it's got all kinds of stuff going on in the dial that I just love. And it speaks to me. Yeah. Um, and I love it. Yeah. When I think of Patek uh, Calatravas, I think of watches that you never have to take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the weekly calendar is just even so much more of that. For sure. Yeah. Right? Like this is, yeah. I think for most people, this could be the one only Patek that you ever have in your phone. Yeah. yeah. It could be the one only watch you have in that, your phone. Yeah. Like if, you, if you traded everything to get this, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, 100%. And for something that it doesn't trade that much of a retail, I don't think. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's, you it's know what's crazy is that when people talk about this watch, it seems like the only detail that they really point out is obviously the handwritten dial or the appearance of it being handwritten. Mm-hmm. And obviously the super unique baton hands that point sure. to the day and then the weeks. Mm-hmm. No one ever seems to mention that it's basically the same exact case as the 5320 but in steel it has step lugs and it has a dome bezel and crystal mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so this is a special watch it, for just in that construction too they've sure. never made this case in steel until this watch came out mm-hmm. so it's really good that's gorgeous and when you look at it too when you look at it in angles like the watch has layers to it like you have you have five hands on and this you watch. Also, <laughs> you also pointed out some scratches that are on it thanks to ben yeah so john john <laughs> I swapped the strap on on this for John John last week, and I never noticed it, and he never noticed it either. But I was like, John John, what the fuck did you do to this watch? He's like, What are you talking about? And he I'm wore like, it. it was really, it's really bad. Though. <laughs> it's it's okay. more just, it's like a ding. He like pop on the wall or something. It's, I'm trying to find. They're it supposed now. to be worn. There's no yeah, safe. That's there's good. no safe no, queens. I was just surprised. I know. I know. I was just surprised yeah. because again, it's your steel collar travel. Yeah. And you, you I always see you with something else on. I didn't it's know you a, wore this watch as much. Weekly yeah. calendar. Yeah. Scratch that thing up, man. It's the beauty about it. For yeah. sure. But that's what's beautiful about this. This thing is real for us. For yes. sure. You know, this Look is at the, like, the, it's it on the bezel at five o'clock. I think I think Pro Dinky, shout out to Lee. Uh he posted this today. And it was like, it was a meme, and it was like how guys used to treat their Rolexes in the 60s. And it showed like Hulk Hogan getting hit by like a folding chair oh yeah <laughs> it's like uh, how guys chair. treat their rolexes today and it was like a guy holding a baby yeah <laughs> jeez but no man these things are they're built to like built to last they're built to last they're built they're built to be worn like mm-hmm. oh, i see it <laughs> thanks Perry. it's more than just a scratch Appreciate that's why i pointed it yeah, out but it's not yes. bad I, it's it's i'm trying to save it now huh? <laughs> So, um, on the table we have uh, two yeah. time pieces left. Yeah, yeah. Um, two, Me and John John twinning with one of them. Yeah. Two two very special time pieces. Yeah. Um, one that you know that definitely has like a deep connection with us, um, because we love VJ. Shout out to VJ. Shout out to VJ. And then, um, for any for anyone that um that knows our connection with, um you know us in the in the industry and um we always make this joke about the shoom boom it's like how many shoom booms can i sell <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. this i mean so you you know if you you're not a you're not a true watch collector unless you own like a grand seiko shoom john john got a, a very special shoom boom though yes yeah. he it's- has this like pepto-bismol pink 
Zhang yeah. Rousseau rubberized strap on it. Yeah, so I got this. I almost didn't buy this. I almost bought the gray dial. Um, the gray dial. The Taisetsu. Yeah, so um, and I'm like, what's next? What is that pink dial? I said, I need to have that instead. Yes. Um, and it's just kind of, it's something different. It's unique. Um, he's he's still staring at the scratch. Thanks, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just it reminds me of kind of like rice paper. The dial, yes. Um, and it's it's gorgeous. Yes. Um, first thing I did took the took the bracelet off. Yeah, yeah. as um, one usually see, does. It seems like everybody um, does that. I had it on a baby blue uh, strap, uh, which is really nice. And then I went to Jean Rousseau. Uh, and got this rubberized pink strap and it just kind of it just speaks to me i love it um, yeah and it's it's a lot but I, I i totally dig it i'll rock it what did was, you want it to be that pink or is it yes. that accidental no no there was another pink that was kind of uh i don't know See, i remember when you were going i back sent you a couple pictures straps, yeah. and i was like oh get that one and then you go quiet and then you send me a photo of it on your wrist outside the store like home on the exact opposite strap I told you to get. I'm like, why the um, fuck would you do that? So I, I like it. Don't get what other people like. Um, get what you like. Get what uh, you like. Um, yes. But anyway, like. I love it. That's all that matters. What was your connection with Brand Seiko? Like when you decided to invest in this because you do have, you know, Rolex and Patek. So you have, you know, the cream of the crop, but you decided to go um, kind of with something that is more niche. I mean, it yeah. is of the ep so, upper echelons of niche, but it's something different. It's something the price point's great. Um, and it's starting to gain some, I guess you could say, notoriety within the watch yeah, community. Yeah, for sure. It has a cool um, following. Yes. This and watch especially. It's something that I uh, was introduced to by, shout out to Kelly. Um, and she's like, look at this one. I was like, oh, yeah. So, um, and I just, I fell in love with it. That's kind of was the connection to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, like I said, I initially was going to look at the gray dial. Yes. And then I saw this pink one. And I was like, I got to have it. And I this think that's is, the cool thing too about Grand Seiko yeah. is that no matter which, no matter where you lie on the spectrum of watches mm -hmm. in terms of collecting, you, everyone aspires to have one. Yes. Yeah. You have to have one. At and least, at least one. At more least than, one. you usually more than one. Like you'll find the ones that speak to you. And, you know, be it from like a perspective or love for like high horology yeah. and technology, like they have that. But then also uh, from just a pure like aesthetics perspective and mm -hmm. standpoint, like they the also have that down to the T. Yes. And right. The finishes of the watch. Exactly. Everything. When you learn about like Zeratsu. It's crazy. It's uh, and then you, you can like see and tell the difference. You're comparing sure. with watches that you own. And you realize like how superior Grand Seiko is. And the events they have making. for their, you know, I bought one watch. They have this event up on the upper um, east side. GS9, GS9 right? Club. I mean, it's it's first class all the way. And I've been to some other events as well from other manufacturers. And it's, you buy one watch and they throw this beautiful event. It's, uh, it's amazing. So. Yeah, it's crazy because it doesn't matter what Grand Seiko you own. If you own a Grand Seiko, you can sign up to be a member of GS9. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. free. You can for go sure. to all the yeah. stuff that they do. It's they awesome. do stuff at the Horological Society they do in New York. Great they do dinners yeah. all the time. And it's for like, sure. that's just because you bought into the brand. They're thankful. Yeah. 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 So yeah. next up we have. Uh, the Clemente. Um, and uh, being a Pittsburgh kid. Pittsburgh colors. Pittsburgh colors. Um, it kind of spoke to me. I was like, I kind of need to have it. Um, yes. I've always loved the dial. It's kind of antique-ish. Yeah. Um, something about it. Um, and the strap I love. 
Um, it's beautiful kind of baseball mint. I put on the NATO. Yeah, you wore on NATO for a long time. And then I was like, I got to get it off of no, here. No, it's got to be um, You wore all winter on the NATO. I did. I did. That's um, yeah. why it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not aged. Mine, it's not, mine is yeah. dark as hell. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for those who know about Roberto Clemente, he did a lot of good for the community. Yes, he did. Um, and his foundation still obviously does good for the community. Um, and that's kind of another reason. You know, you, mm-hmm. you go for it. Does so. this watch remind you of home the most? Um, I would say so. Um, also the hawk because it was with me the longest. Yeah. Um, but this definitely you know brings bring back's roots to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I also just moved to New York. Um, back in March, packed my car and moved to New York. Yeah. Um, so it's the uh, New Yorker, everyone. He's so yes. picking up on the lingo. He said he says facts like facts. Four times. Dead dead ass. Ass. <laughs> I don't say dead ass. It says, <laughs> you yeah. do say dead ass. No. When you talk to me on the phone, you say no. dead ass at least once. It um, slips. No, it, it might slips. slip. I don't know. Because but what I noticed about you is that as we know in New York, dead ass is a question. Yes. It is an answer. Yes. It is a statement. Dead it ass? Is, dead ass is dead everything. Ass. Dead ass. Yes. It's yes. everything. Everyone who's not he here never like, uses it. He never uses it as a question. He uses it only as, as like an not even an answer, just to like for, for emphasis. Like I'll say something and he'll be like dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty <laughs> about New York Lingo. Right. Yes. <laughs> Slingo. Um but no it definitely has a close tie to Pittsburgh. Um but yeah. yeah. It's uh, I love it. For sure. This is this is a this is a timepiece that has probably seen uh, some of the most camera time. Yes, show facts. Yeah. Yes. since we started. Yeah, I mean, so many people have come by and like this is the auras that they have. This is so many people's first aura spot. Yeah, yes. this is mine. Dan. Yes, for sure. It's Danny's first Danny's auras. First. Mm-hmm. VJ wears it every single every day, single basically. Day. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. You hit a home run, no pun intended, you hit a home run. They really did it right with the yes, shout out did. to Morris because uh, Keep it up, we know so many people that have this timepiece. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, they should yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's the good gateway drug. Yeah. I would. I mean, this is something that I've said on the show. If I intentionally were to repeat a watch. You did intentionally repeat a watch. I didn't too. intentionally repeat a watch. So the f- okay. well, you 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 accidentally wore your Rolex. Your no, brand remember the first time. Rolex no, the time. first time. Remember the first time I repeated a watch. I shared a watch that I couldn't wear on my wrist. That doesn't count. No, yeah, no, it does. No, remember that is kind of repeating a watch because remember the watch the watch strap was so old that I couldn't put it on my wrist. And then after that, I was traveling, so I couldn't remember. I I, I had came straight from. My travels, and that was the watch I was wearing <laughs> my wrist. <laughs> and the third time? I don't think it was three times I repeated it. You did. No, I only, no, that was, no, those are the two times I repeated it. I showed it once and then I repeated it twice. Right. Three so times. Three so that's times. what I'm saying. It's three times. But I'm saying those two times, those two times weren't, so you, the other you, two you, times you, weren't intentional. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you unintentionally wore the same watch twice <laughs> on the day you knew you were filming. <laughs> I was no. Remember, I was traveling. I couldn't go home. I couldn't go home. I was traveling. He was you, on the move. I was on the move. You know that. Shaking the move. But like I said, if I were too busy surfing, if I were, I was yes, I was too busy surfing. I came straight off the surfboard. You wearing shoes and socks now? Yes. Now, right, yo, it's fall in New York. Back now. in New York. And listen, I'm I'm formally a New Yorker. I'm back back to being a New Yorker. Yeah. Um. But I've I've shared on the show if I were to intentionally repeat a watch, and um, I really would repeat my Oris Momotaro. Yeah, 
It's a good one. That would be the watch that I would share. And especially I've been going surfing with it a lot. So it's definitely aged and kind I of still like want that New York Harbor. Yeah. 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 The Aquas is is uh I'm a big fan of the Aquas one. Yeah, you need one. It's my thing. Yeah. Um DJ, we know you're listening. It's always listening. VJ, like, come back. Again, shout out to VJ, shout out to Rolf. Yes. Uh appreciate you. Love you. The guys. Of course, getting a lot of love out here. Yes. And it's not just because we're pumping it. People really love the brand. You know, the product is amazing. Yes. Uh, the messaging, the branding is amazing. What you stand for is amazing. So shout out to shout out to Oris. Uh, big fans here at Rich Check Pod. For sure. Um so you got a lot of watches, my friend. I do. I do. <laughs> what is what's next on the horizon for John John in terms of watch collecting? What are you what are you after? Um I've been I've been kind of craving a gem set. Um <laughs> yeah, shout yeah. out to Tom Tom. I'm gonna be the guy that's having the rainbow daytime. Tom Tom and John John. Yeah, yeah. so um, Tom and John John. Uh, Tom says you're gonna be that guy with the rainbow daytona. You go on Pave bracelet? No Pave, no Pave. Pave dial? No Pave dial, just straight <laughs> diamond or or oh, okay. Saru. Um, anything. What's the Saru for those who don't know? Um, it's a GMT, um, sapphire rubies, uh, top and bottom. So and yellow gold, technically a Pepsi bezel. Correct. There's rubies on top. Correct. Sapphires on the bottom. Correct. Black dial. Yes. Yeah. And um, diamond lugs. Correct. Um, and then, you know, there's obviously a lot on the, on, on my list, I guess you could say it's, uh, as you can see, it's never enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just be patient and when things come they come yes. um some of the new releases the yellow gold green dial day date um, yeah yeah you're, you're hot on that one i uh that's just something i'm uh you gotta get that with a diamond bezel i'm itching for um nah, maybe i kind of like that mm. fluted bezel my first day date i don't have a rolex day date in the collection uh just the classic yellow gold fluted bezel mm. green dial i think yeah sexy um and you know I could keep going on and on, but we'll we'll leave it at that. What about the Patek? 5164? Yeah, the 5164 is hot on the list. That's just something I've always... It's a great, obviously, travel watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. It's there. Local, home. So it's it's great. Mm. A good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Respect. Um, Well... I'm glad that we uh, we were finally able to make this happen. Thank you, guys. Finally. I uh, I hope you enjoyed this, it. This guy. We, need, we need to edit in The Rock. He's saying, finally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, um, I'm not a cameraman. I'm not, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable in front of a camera, but I, I ponied up and showed up. There and uh, I'm glad I'm here. So yes. thanks yes. for That's having me, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say, you know, it's been, it's been a privilege yeah. to get to know you. Of course. And I don't know how long it's been now. We lose, especially in the post-COVID world, I feel like time is yeah. like, it's yeah. crazy because this is a watch. Yeah, so we got these watches for <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Right. But it's, it's like in terms of like keeping track of time, you know, days, months, for years. Sure. I always I feel like we've known day. each other. I know, I know we haven't been in each other's uh, space for more than a year. No, Correct. No, yeah. Correct. But this winter coming up, it, we'll probably it feels year. like it. For sure. Yeah. And um, I appreciate you. Thank yes. you. Thank you for Same doing here. the show. Yes. And it's been awesome getting to know you. Same. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time together, and I think that's part of the reason why it feels like we've known each other for so long. For sure. Yes. Um, you know, one of the one of the blessings, if if you will, about 
not only the show, but about watch collecting is the people you meet. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I remember the day that I met you, we connected. Yes. Almost. I mean, it was instant. For sure. And uh, I don't don't remember how long we were talking. About 30 minutes, something, whatever. 30 minutes. Something like that. I went out to lunch with these guys. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, um, and we got to just talking, yeah. you know, we started with watches and wound up wherever we wound sure. up. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been a wild ride and a great trip. For sure. And, you know, you know how I feel about you. For You're sure. guy. Yes. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. Not Appreciate everyone you gets to come to the crib and get barbecue. Fair enough. Well, oh, thanks, Ben. Yes. That's <laughs> what <laughs> yes. love. My little brother here. And um, we, got, we got another yes. one of those festivities coming up. So yeah. all the gas it. grillers out there, you guys stay home. You ain't grilling. You're cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but we're going to have some fun yes. this weekend. And we got a lot of big news coming out for Risk Check Pod if you're tuning in. Uh, whichever platform you tune it in, if you follow us on Instagram. Uh, what I do encourage you to do if you're watching, listening, etc., is to get in contact with us. Uh, send us your, your name and your email. The website's coming. Newsletter's coming. Yep. Um, and we want to keep in contact with you in, in as many ways as possible. Yes. Um, obviously social media has been great, but we also want to uh develop a cadence in which we can uh reach out to you and let you know what's happening on the risk check pod universe. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thank you guys for joining Appreciate us tonight. It. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you all for watching. Um, you can catch us on social media. We're on TikTok for the children, Risk Check Pod. <laughs> Instagram, at Risk Check Pod. Uh, we're on YouTube and Spotify. With video. With video. Yes. Uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, if you search Risk Check Podcast. Very simple. Yes. And we'll see you next week. This is episode 34. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Deuces. Peace. Peace. <laughs>